Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Life Happens with Liv. I'm Liv, your host, and today we are joined by the amazing Pranav. Pranav is a filmmaker and a first year at Pratt. Would you like to say hello and introduce yourself? Hi, um, like they already said, I'm Pranav. I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a first year student at Pratt. And uh, yeah, I just want to be a film director, you know? Awesome. Films. So what got you into film? Um, basically started in high school. I, I was always into photography a lot. And then like I really wanted to do something in that field where I realized I want to explore and expand more on it. So started watching films, started watching like at least five films a week, you know, just wasting all my time over there. But <laughs> I guess it turned out helpful because found a passion like that and I really, really stuck to filmmaking and you know, just went out short film and it did well. It did it went to international film festivals? Oh wow! Yeah, so, so that was pretty surprising. So I thought you know that maybe 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 I should try this out, and then got into Pratt, and now I'm here. Yeah. So what drew you to Pratt? Um, I just I just had heard of Pratt, and I also had a, a friend over here, a junior. Um, so uh, he was in my high school, and he really told me about Pratt a lot, and and kind of researched about myself. You know, and there were other schools as well that I applied to, like NYU, CalArts another you know NYFA but I really like Pratt because it's in New York and it has a campus in New York which which you don't which really is... you don't find that anywhere uh-uh. yeah. yeah yeah so you mentioned New York like how does New York influence like your art does it like oh New York's the best place to be as a filmmaker like an artist in general yeah I, I, I love it so much um I've always wanted to come to New York, like for the past three years at least. Like I didn't know what I was going to do in life, but I knew that I wanted to be at New York, in New York, you know. Mm. And um, so it was. Uh, once I came here, and it was like definitely met my expectations. Like ex- actually exceeded my expectations. I I really loved the place, and so it's 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 like a big film set. I'd say New York's is a big film set. Like you can go to any alley, you can go to any corner, any big street, and it's just like the perfect aesthetic shot for a film. You know? Yeah. No. So, the city is just so amazing for so many reasons. Yeah. For, like art, like it's incredible. Have you shot anything since you've come here? Yeah, I've actually shot like four films. Oh wow. Yeah, because we have to shoot like one film for like every two weeks for our film class. Oh wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been all over the place. I've shot at the street right opposite to Pratt. I went to New Jersey to shoot one film as well. Yeah, it's Dang. it's it's been it's been it's been hectic, but. I like it. I I like this. I like this place. I like I like how, I like where my life's heading, um, in terms of filmmaking and just generally. That's awesome. Yeah. How does like being surrounded by other artists influence you, or like just being surrounded by other people? So that that's actually a really good question because, when in in high school, I there weren't really many filmmakers, especially in my class. I was like pretty much doing most of the film related stuff. Like I was known as. The filmmaker of the school because mm-hmm. there were there wasn't any you know but once i came around there's just like all these talented people like everyone's so talented at Pratt first of all they're, they're, they're amazing and even in my class there's just these bunch of really great filmmakers who just like every week present their beautiful films and i'm just like sitting there like wow how do you even do this you know like it's 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 amazing um so it's it's great it really inspires me when i'm surrounded with people like this and really like mm-hmm. drives me as well because the competition because at the end of the day even though they're your classmates and you know you help each other you grow each other after you graduate that they're your competitors yeah so yeah it's 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 great to it's great to know these people as well because there'll be good contacts later on yeah, in the years and yeah all of that. yeah 
Have you gone and seen films around here, like met other small filmmakers and stuff like outside of Pratt? Yeah, I've uh, I've met student filmmakers mostly. Um, I wouldn't have met anyone like professional in the in the industry other than my professors. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause it's only the first year, first sem. I'm still like, you know, trying to get in place, trying mm. trying to get set. But I did get a great opportunity recently um, to help my film professor on her set. So oh, and it's a, it's a pretty big set. So I'm like really excited, looking forward to it. It's in December. That's amazing. Yeah, that's gonna be such a good experience. It to, is. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's gonna be amazing. And like, um, three people out of our class got selected for that stuff, and I was so happy I got selected. It is. Yeah, that's amazing. Thing. So, um, yeah, and so our film, yeah, my film professor, she's so helpful with everything. Like even, even the cinematographer that she's shooting her new film with, she has decided to mentor us in the long term as well. So. That's that's that's, awesome. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. Can you go further into like how your professors are just like higher up people like inspire you and influence you? So our professors, first of all, are industry professionals and like not just any industry professional. They they have worked on some really big film sets. They have written some beautiful scripts. They have directed some beautiful short films. You know. And when you see them work even in class or when they're talking about their own passion projects or when they talk about the stuff that they're working on right now, it's so beautiful to hear them talk because it's it's just knowledge coming out of them. There's just like so much knowledge and so much stuff that we don't know yet. And every day after class, I feel like, damn, I know so much now. But then the next class we go back and it's just, you know, more stuff that, that I had no idea that we can do this or we can do that. They're really inspiring. They're really helpful. And this is why I love Pratt as well, because all professors are really helpful. Like even outside my film classes, like everyone else, it's just everyone's down to help each other. Everyone's down to work with each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That. Yeah, the, having like the nurturing like atmosphere because I was like that was something I was worried about like how competitive people would be and obviously there's always gonna be like an air of competition but yeah. like people are so willing to like challenge each other and like help each other and like see each other grow and I think that's such an amazing thing especially with the professors like they want to help you and that's so cool. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. I yeah. love it here. <laughs> no, yeah, it's amazing here. <laughs> so, what type of topics do you try to explore within your films? I like indulging on relationships between people. Like, even if it's a broader topic, even if if I, if I had to make a sci-fi film in the future, I would really want to focus on the relationships of the characters over there. As, um, right now, for my finals project, I have to make an eight-minute long short film. And I'm, I'm working on this film, which really, like, uh, shows a relationship of a father and a son. And it really dives deep into that and gets really emotional. So, overall, I really like drama. I, lo- I love that genre. When, when, you know, when the audience can connect to what's happening in the film, I think that's, that's, that's a very beautiful thing. Because a lot of times there, there are films that just, you know, all right, yeah, that's a comedy film. Like, that's great. Comedy films are amazing as well. But I love it when, they, when, 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 the, when, the, person moves out, when the person comes out of the movie theater and they tell you that I really felt what you were trying to explain over there. So that's how, that's what, that's how I fell in love with movies. So that's what I'm trying to do with my own films as well. And as like my professors inspire me now, maybe later in the future, I inspire the generation coming ahead. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So like you're emotion driven, kind yeah. of, right? So how does that influence your art? Like even without like exploring relationships, like how does that just make you like experience things? I draw all these experiences from like 
uh, for mostly personal experiences. Even like every every small interaction I have with someone, a family member, a close one, I just pick that up and then explore more into that and figure out all the possibilities that can happen in someone's life through to that one in- interaction. And then I work deeper and deeper and I develop a whole story, I develop a scene. So that's how I develop films actually. I develop a scene first instead of a whole storyline or a whole idea and then I build everything around that scene. So so that's why I feel like it's I that's why I feel very drawn to filmmaking because I feel like it's easy for me to develop these ideas because I just pick from whatever's happening in my daily life. Like this podcast, I can pick from here and maybe, you know, make a scene out of this and then develop a whole movie around it. Yeah. And, and I love that whole process. That's awesome. So have you ever explored any other types of art? Like what really solidified film as like your main medium? I have, I mean, uh, photography and film kind of go hand in hand. But other than that, I wouldn't really consider myself as someone who can really draw or paint. <laughs> so I have tried exploring other forms of art. I have tried drawing, I have tried painting, uh, um, but it's just, I guess, film just gives me life. Like being on a film set, shooting shooting something just is really fun and just makes my day, you know. Yeah, that, that's what I'm drawn to most. Even I have, I have explored other stuff, but this is what I love the most. Yeah, of it. that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so where do you see this going in the future? Like what are you trying to build here? Um, <laughs> that's a great question. So there's... there's so much that can happen in the future that I don't even know. Like, it's it's my first year actually properly learning film and, you know, implementing it in my life. But what my goal is not really to make these films that do really well in the industry or, like, a bunch of people know them or they do well in the box office. It's, it's, it's to make something that even a small group of people like um, or something that even... Even a small group of people can relate to, even if it's like five thousand people who say that they love this film, I'm I'm more than happy with that. Because then I can say that I've made five thousand people happy. Um that yeah, obviously everyone wants to become big, everyone wants to have fame, have money, but that's not really my intention going into film because if you really work hard and if you're really passionate about it, fame and money will just follow along. So, I completely agree yeah, with that. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way about your art as well. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I'm not, like, exactly, like, the little influences that aren't even little. Like, I feel like things get blown out of proportion so quickly and people, yeah. like, want to reach, like, masses, but it's so important to recognize, like, even, like, a small group of people is so valuable if you, like, have influenced them. Like, I completely agree with that. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, I, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what a what a small piece of film can actually do. Mm-hmm. Like a three minute short film can do wonders to people. Yeah. It's and it's so wild to me how so much can be fit into like a little, yeah. like three minutes. Like I used to, like I was around a bunch of like film friends like in high school and I would always just like go through YouTube and find like all these short films. I'm like, how do people do that? Like it's insane. I know, I, even I'm amazed to this day, even though I'm learning so much, I still get amazed, like, how do you even do that? That It's it's, it's brilliant, it's, there's a lot of talented people in this world. It's, yeah, it's, and I think that's such a beautiful thing. I don't know, because, like, I feel like a lot of people sometimes perceive it as competition, but I find yeah. it, like, more inspiring, and I don't know if you do too, like, having so many amazing people, because it just shows, like, the potential of, like, humanity and humans, like. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from, yeah. Okay, so how do you, like, how do you stay grounded in that way? Like, so 
you like because we're surrounded by so many like energies that are trying to like achieve greatness through fame and money and like kind of not the like level-headed like not to put people down for like wanting to gain money because like money is important in today's society (laughs) but like how do you stay like with your values like in today's Um, world it's easy to get driven away it's very easy especially when you're a college student you don't have that much money it's so easy to just be like, oh, I might as well just do that small job that's not really related to my mm-hmm. field and, you know, get, get, get that money. Yeah. But for me, it's, I, I stay grounded easily because I feel like if I, if I ever think about, if I ever think too much about money and fame, I'll, I'll start doing stuff that's not really what my um, values, that, that doesn't really go along with my values. Like, I've, I've seen people who are just so driven by all that that they start working with uh, people who are, you know, not the best people in the industry, like, ethically, and they're and who just, like, go ahead and do stuff that's not related to the industry anymore, and then they lose track, and then they just completely move out of what they really wanted to do. Um, it, it is tough. It is tough at times to stay grounded. It is tough when, um, when you see your competition or, you know, doing way better than you uh, or earning way more than you, and you just feel like... I need to do so much more. I need to. I need to get a part time. I need to get two part time jobs. I need to do this. I need to do that. But um, for me, whenever I feel like I'm I'm getting distracted, where I just have that main goal in my mind of what I really want to do with filmmaking, I just keep bringing that back to myself, and I keep thinking about that, and then you know, stay stay where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I completely get that. How do you see yourself, like, continuing staying grounded and, like, in this industry? Because, like, you might have to sacrifice some things, like, that are close to you or that, like, are important to you in this industry because I feel like everyone has to sacrifice some bit. Like, have you had to sacrifice anything so far? Like, um, like, sacrifice, like, emotionally or... Yeah, in whatever way. I mean, I guess you have to sacrifice relationships. You have to sacrifice time. That that that's that's a big thing because when when I when, um like not people don't really consider moving to college as a big move because so many people do it you know but it is a big move it's a big move for everyone who moves to college and lives lives on their own for the first time and has to actually start earning money and you know being like really independent. So when I when I did that and then when I came here and like because I came from all the way across the world I'm from India. And it was a huge change and finally like, um, you know, working on film the whole time. So I had to really sacrifice my time and relationships with other people. Like my, f- my friends back at home or my friends over here that I made just now. Like, you know, you can't really spend that much time with them. You, you, you just, just don't have that. So these sacrifices will always, will always be on, you know, on the way to, on your path to achieving your goal. Um, and I feel like they're only going to get bigger. The sacrifices are only going to get bigger. The, the higher point you reach in life, you've got to make bigger sacrifices. But at the end of the day, it's, um, I don't really worry too much about losing this time or friends because I know that if you're good friends with someone, they're always going to be there for you. And same goes for me. If I'm good friends with someone, I'm always going to be there for them. And it's completely understandable if someone can't you know, give their time to you. So... Um, Emotionally, yeah, there there are a lot of sacrifices to make. Even on a small scale, there are a lot of sacrifices to make. Like spending less time with your parents is 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 a big sacrifice for a lot of people because 
a lot of people are really attached to their parents, you know. Um, materialistically, um, I feel like you got you have to make uh, sacrifices in the way that how much money you spend. You like you can't <laughs> just be going out and spending all your money in a night just because you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I guess that goes for everyone, not just you know related to arts or filmmaking. Yeah, but I feel like as an artist, you have to think about it more because there's so yeah. many supplies you have to get. Like. There's so many supplies, and for film, like all these camera gear and equipment, which cost thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. you gotta save up for like four years to you know even get a piece and even get a piece of lens for a camera. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure you relate to that too, because. I mean, yeah, I'm a painter, so like so. that's just weekly expenses alone on just painting mm. is just so much like I completely get, get that like there are so many sacrifices we as artists have to make no matter what like medium or genre you're in because like personally and like I think I can get this from you too like as emotionally driven artists like you have to give up certain people or certain experiences yeah. because they can't understand them and especially like non-art or emotionally driven people like can't completely understand it and personally for me like I need alone time to get ideas and just to experience things to like be an artist and that means sacrificing relationships sacrificing people but like I think one of the most amazing things about coming here is everyone's an artist so they understand that they understand like the boundaries you have to have in order to like gain inspiration just be an artist and I just think that's so cool and like yeah, I don't know. And I completely get it about the sacrifices things to like thing too, like just like everything is a sacrifice in some way and just making sure you're dividing your time correctly for self-care because I feel like as artists you can give up self-care sometimes because yeah. you're so driven by an idea. So like how do you build those boundaries? Uh, so first of all the sacrifice is what really drives us as well. And I'm pretty sure you relate to that. Um but building these boundaries would it's a difficult thing and I I feel like I'm still learning still learning to get there um, because for me when I when I try to deal with my emotions I, I focus on work so because emotions drives me it gives me ideas it gives me so much like in, like it, it makes me innovative I feel like and um, that's how that's how I try to keep boundaries uh, between work and personal life as well yeah, it's, I. <laughs> it's it kind of becomes jumbled after a point. It becomes one thing, even though everyone tells you you gotta keep your personal life and work life separate. But as an artist, when you're not in a STEM degree, it's the same thing. It's, it's yeah, I can like trying to take breaks. I like literally today. I was like, I should take a day off, and I was like, but I want to do all these things, like because it's just a part of you. Like it's not like you have a nine to five where you have to go like do something you don't enjoy it's like art and like being an artist is like so integral to who you are that like trying to cut yourself off because inspiration comes at so many wild moments that like you want to like capture every single moment of inspiration and like why not if you are feeling up to it do it like even if you're supposed to have a day off because personally if I don't let myself be creative or do something that I feel worse than if I was just gonna like sit around all day and like have a day off I agree I agree I mean as an artist you have to spend all your time on art like and that includes like um the stuff you're going through emotionally that all gets channeled to art like all your problems in your life gets channeled to art you know it's 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 completely different from a stem stem degree or a nine to five 
even when people enjoy their nine to five, it's a complete different thing when they have a work life and a personal life, you know? Yeah, there is no work life and personal life, I feel like. Well, there obviously is, but like they're, like you said, they're so jumbled together Yeah. Like within this field. I mean, I guess it has its pros and cons as well. Pros can be that, yeah, it gives you so much inspiration that you can do so much when, you know, you draw all these exp- uh, inspiration from your life experiences. But it cons can be like, I guess at times it interferes with your work as well. It can, like, if you're, like, for me, when... I draw inspiration and I think of ideas, yeah, it's helpful then, but if I'm on a film set and I have some problems going on and, you know, I don't take out time to think about those problems, it can affect the whole working of the set. Because as a director, you're supposed to control everything that's going on on the set, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you deal with those problems? Like, um, Gotta set time aside for yourself. Even if you don't have time in the day, like maybe 30 minutes before you go to bed, you have to just accept your emotions. Because uh, a lot of people don't do that. Even if they, you know, a lot of people, they, they probably, you know, speak to someone, they probably go to therapy, but they still don't accept their emotions. They don't, they don't accept what's coming their way. Try to block it off and, you know, close their minds. But I guess, I guess this is what I've learned recently as well. Is best thing is to just accept it. And honestly, crying is not a bad thing. <laughs> Crying emotional, is a really good thing. Yeah, emotional channeling is so important, especially as an artist. I feel like, like you said, you have to be tapped into your emotions to like be effective. I think, like yeah. within art, like no matter how hard it is, and it's like a huge self growth and like journey that you have to be willing to go on. I think. Yeah. And sometimes it's just too hard for people, which I understand. But I feel like it's such a beautiful thing once you like get over that hard part and like are like. I don't know, yeah. Because you always come out stronger. Mm-hmm. Whenever you get over something, you're always stronger, you're always better, you've learned something new. Yeah. You know? Always, you just, everyone's always just improving in life. Even if you feel like everything's going downhill, you're you're actually improving because you're learning so much. Mm-hmm. You're learning so much from your failures. Yes, exactly. Like, every mistake you learn something from, and sometimes it can be, t- it can take so long to, like, actually realize what you learned, but every single thing you learn from like even if you fuck up an art project like you learn something from that and like i like that's something that's so important to me is like not taking things personally and like making sure i find the lesson within every experience because there always is like no matter how you interpret it like there's something there to learn and i think that's such a cool thing yeah and it can be really hard to look at stuff positively you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) On, on on an optimistic basis but that's just how you have to move on, like, because no matter what, you can't be stuck on a thing for way too long. Everyone always has to move on from something or the other, so it's it's hard to not give a pessimistic point of view on stuff. But Especially in, like, today's world, like... Yeah, when yeah. there's just so much going on around us, so much that we can't control, you know? Yeah. Like, there's this, this your personal problems that you can control, but then there's so much other stuff on a greater level that you don't have the power yet to control. I guess or that will maybe never, you know. Yeah, like, and I guess that's another thing that drives most of the students these days is that they want to reach that place where they can finally, you know, make some changes in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what I really love about a generation as well, because everyone's really tapped in and involved into what's happening around us. Like no one's just really like oh, they don't give a fuck about what's going on, you know. Well, yeah, I think you have to care. Yeah. Because we're living in such like an intense time and like. 
I feel like we are so aware of every single thing that is happening that like I feel like a lot of people inc have to incorporate it and incorporate it into their art or into like whatever they practice like every day because it's something that is so looming over our heads like the pandemic everything like everything is so there that you have to learn how to deal with it in order to channel it in order to change it in order to just like evolve and I feel like in art although like it doesn't like it's not like you're a science degree and figuring out like how to like do I don't know science like, <laughs> like yeah just like how yeah. to like help the environment and stuff like that but I feel like with art you can communicate things and like inspire people and create this like emotional connection to everything that's going on that some people not, might not be able to find and like ways to communicate everything that's going on in like a different way than like normal media yeah it's i guess that's where art is such a beautiful thing because we can really spread the message around that not that other people really can't do you know because we can make something that people believe in or something that people can relate to and then that that's how that's how you spread a message and, and i love that we can do that yeah it's a very very important part of um of of building this community is to making people aware so do you deal with burnout at all oh yeah like so many times because <laughs> um balancing everything that's going on is tough and especially for films when you have especially when you're a student filmmaker when you're you know you don't really have the big contacts you don't know producers who can manage stuff for you so even for my final film project right now i'm out there looking for locations i have to do a casting call for my actors i have to find people to work on my crew i have to get equipment in place and i have to get all this done in like the next month so yeah there is a big burnout and and it gets really tiring when you have to just be all over the city, take take five subways a day, just running around locations, you know, trying to see what what's the best place you can shoot. But uh, I guess that that'll just become better over time as as I as I learn and uh, you know the, the the tips and the tricks to to like moving around these kind of problems, and as I also build like more contacts in the industry, get people to help me out. Because mm -hmm. right now as a student, and I think we all can agree, as students, we're pretty much on our own. And, like, we do everything on our own. And don't really have much to depend on. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you have to be very independent and self-reliant in, like, whatever fields. Like, especially when, you like you said, you don't have connection. I have no money <laughs> to hire an editor to, like, hire other people to, like, do... So I'm, like, everything. Like, I run a podcast, I edit the podcast, I produce the podcast, I stream on Twitch, I... It, it, like do youtube i edit the youtube i edit everything like it's you manage everything that's amazing like yeah and and that goes back to the thing like you were talking about about how like separating work life and personal life or just like how like you're constantly go 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 and don't want to have time off like i do so many things that like when i tell people all the things i do they're like how and i'm like yeah, I'm surprised right now. How? Um, <laughs> how do you even manage all that? Honestly. Sometimes, like sometimes when I try to think about it, I'm like, how do I do it? Like, but it's just like you said, it's just so special to me and so important to me that like I love every second of it, and I'm very good at time management and all of that stuff. So like I know how to do everything. Like, and I'm constantly learning, and I think that's the thing I love, like, seeing myself grow, not even within numbers, but, like, just seeing, like, like you said, how you influence people's lives, and, like, how you just, like, can touch somebody through this, like, 
within this podcast, like, I wanted to bring other artists on and be like, hey, like, tell me about you. Tell me about what you're passionate about. Because, like, if I was, like, little me when I was, like, 12 years old trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life and, like, saw, like, that there are these amazing artists doing and following their dreams, like, I feel like that would have shifted so much. Yeah. You know? That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. So you said you first got into film when you were in high school. Yeah. So what introduced you to that? Um, this friend of mine, actually, and I would give him a lot of credit if I hopefully become successful one day. He got me into photography and then after he got me into film and then I made my first film with him, which went into those film festivals that I was telling you about before. So uh, he helped me a lot. He's, he's helped me through like, not even just film and photography related stuff but also emotionally he's like one of, one of my greatest friends ever so that's what really got me into it other than that it was most of my own research and work it was um, I started researching upon directors I started researching about other stuff that you can do on a film set you know because growing up you don't really think about how much work goes on into films when you're watching a film you just see oh these actors are oh, so great pictures. yeah like. <laughs> well these actors are good like really good looking and they can act you know that's all you really think and maybe director at best but when you finally get into it and when you finally start doing research, it's so beautiful about like it's it's film sets are honestly chaotic. It's a chaotic mess, like managing that many people together. It's so tough. But I, I guess I guess that's the fun part when, when when there's just like so much going on that that, you know, you're busy at all times that you're on your toe, toes like the whole time. And that's what really drove me into it because I couldn't sit on a nine to five and just stare at a computer screen because that's so slow and really boring. And the only fun that you have is, you know, once you get out of the job, you go to a bar. Like, it doesn't really click with me, you know? Mm-hmm. I completely Yeah, I, I love it. So yeah, I even did an internship um, before coming to Pratt uh, over the summers. And I was working, on a, I was working as an assistant on a film set. Oh, not, really awesome. a, not really a big thing, but just to get some experience yeah. of what it's actually like. And it was hectic. It was, we, we shot for 12 hours in a day. People were there till like 2 a.m. And then that's when they started leaving. And then the next day they had to come back at 9 a.m. and start shooting again. Obviously, many people would say that's ethically wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess it's a part of it. And, and it becomes fun. This whole like tiring process becomes fun when everyone involved is like really passionate about this work. And when you see it come together. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you, when you go and sit in the editing room and when you're just putting it, everything together, it's so beautiful to look at it. That, you know, mm-hmm. that your vision has actually come to life. It's, it's kind of like nurturing a child, let's say. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can completely see that. I've been, like, really addicted to watching, like, the behind-the-scenes diary that the director of The Hobbit made. And, like, they popped up on my, like, YouTube recommended it, and now I'm, like, slightly addicted. And just seeing, like, everything that goes into a film is just, like, absolutely insane. And I don't know how you guys do it, like... I don't know how we do it either. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not at that level yet, so... But, I guess I guess I'll find out sooner or later, but... But like, even, like, on the small scale that you're talking yeah. about your final project, like, you're still, like learning how to do this stuff on big scale but you're doing all of the aspects of it just like on a smaller scale yeah i agree um i don't know i don't know it just it just comes along it just it just i feel like it comes along by itself like if you put in the effort and time it all just pieces together at the end Mm. 
like even when shooting a film because i think every every filmmaker has had this experience where they've shot a film and it turned out bad and not what they expected even then like you know you can still put your vision together in the in on the laptop when you're editing and i guess i guess that's what's really great about it because no matter what you do if you if you have the vision if you have the passion you can you can get something together even if it's not the your best work it's it's something that you can be proud of so i feel like when you're like at least from like my perspective when you're first introduced to like art and like following that path you get a lot of pushback from other people at least like i have and like just like i think like the normal artists trope like oh my god how are you going to be successful mm. like did you deal with that like within your family or within your social life like oh, 100% like especially like being from india um where like my parents are really supportive and i'm really grateful for them like mm-hmm. normally indian parents wouldn't let someone come all the way across the world just for a film degree like that's 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 not the norm but other than that other than cuz family my family outside my parents yeah i had to, i had to i had to answer a bunch of questions like why don't you just go to college here like even film why, why are you going all the way there um or 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 why don't you just <laughs> do engineering you know mm-hmm. cuz that's what 50% of the population over there they, that's what they do um i don't I, I the only reason i could give them was just i can't do it i there's there's no way i'm i'm going to do it like cuz I've seen it with my parents like my dad wanted to be a singer like and he's great at singing he plays the guitar he plays the piano he's amazing my mom wanted to be a painter like she's amazing at painting but my mom's running a company now and my dad's working in an office like which they're fine with because they they have become successful and you know they've earned money and they're happy that they can support me and and you mm-hmm. know their their family their parents but at the end of the day there's always a part of them that's left like they wish they could have done this and i don't want to be you know 20 years down the line i don't want to be at that level where i i think the same thing that i wish i would have done this i wish i would have taken that opportunity cuz here's the thing i don't cuz no one really knows what's going to happen in the future and if you miss an opportunity i don't know like where my life could have gone if i took that opportunity you know mm-hmm. so i just don't want to miss anything that's happening if anything comes my way like anything related to my field or related to what i'm interested in i'll take it and yeah. I'll, I'll work towards that put I'll put my 100% into it you know yeah, yeah. no that's so wild cuz i have like the exact same experience like just like knowing that this was exactly what i wanted to do and that nothing could like ever make me as happy and knowing that like i exactly like i don't want to be in the position in 30 years where i'm like oh i could have done that yeah. like because i had the opportunity like i remember sitting in my freshman year art class and it was like intermingled with like first years and then seniors like applying to school and talking to my like teacher about like portfolios mm-hmm. and someone was applying to prat and i was like what's that and yeah. just like knowing that i couldn't do anything else and go anywhere else and i remember my junior year going to like they had an art school fair where like all of the big art schools like came to our school and we got to talk to them and i remember leaving that and being like so this is real like i can do this like it's just such an amazing experience and i feel like like you said the future is so like we don't know anything that's going to happen in the future yeah. especially in our position like our generation like we are kind of fucked <laughs> so like why not do what you love with like the time we have left like cuz i feel like there is such like an existential like 
pressure and why not just like paint your life away <laughs> like exactly. or make a film or like become a director like why not exactly just yeah. just do it cuz you don't want to be filled with regret when you're older mm-hmm. cuz there's this there's so much stuff that you can miss out on but i just don't want to yeah yeah i'm pretty sure you feel the same way you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to miss out on all this opportunities that you get you know exactly yeah you yeah. you know even at times when, when when you get a job and it's like oh we can't really pay you that much but but you know it's going to get you good experience and that and that it's it's going to be worth it at the end you still take it cuz <laughs> people think we're crazy yeah <laughs> but it's like what dra- like i feel like if you're an artist like to be an authentically like uh, just to be an authentic artist like you can't be driven by money like this is not like money is not going to be an easy thing to achieve if okay money's not going to be an easy thing to achieve if you're solely going in for the money if yeah. you are driven by passion and hard working and like are doing it for the right reasons money will come to you like people are going to see your authenticity people are going to see your passion and want to like support that and i don't know like i think like as long as you have the right mindset like you can totally do whatever you want to do. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's just money is obviously a huge driving factor for a bunch of people. And you know it's it's fair. Honestly, it's fair that cuz ev- you need money. You need yeah, money to like, live. Like, you live in capitalism. You need like, money. You need money. You need money to make films. You need money yeah. to paint. You need money to do anything. And it sucks, but <laughs> you can't really do anything about it. So I guess yeah it's a driving factor for some people but like you said it can't be the only driving factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you just get lost. There has to be a balance. There has to be a balance. Yeah. You, you just get lost otherwise, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how has like like you have to pay for so many supplies like how has that like Okay, so I feel like when you're an artist you're always told you need these big things to succeed like expensive paints, expensive mm-hmm. cameras like how has your process with like equipment like changed or challenged that? So I always thought that way that you know I need the camera with the best quality and the best lenses to you know make a good film. But then I see people in my class make films of iPhones and they're like so much better than my films and I'm like wow that's amazing. Um but I guess I guess that's how I've changed cuz throughout high school I always thought that I need a better camera. Which I honestly still do. <laughs> I don't have the best camera, but uh, I make do with it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's equipment is just a part of it. I feel like what really makes films are the people. Like if you don't have a crew, if you don't have actors or director, equipment's not gonna run by itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, equipment's also pretty challenging at times, cause there's just so much complicated stuff. It, like there's the, like Brad has great equipment and I love that like they have stuff that's worth like 10,000 bucks and I have no idea how to use it. <laughs> that that's the worst part. So you have to learn every single piece of equipment, you have to learn the details of every single one of them things because they're so fragile as well. If you mess up a little bit, you can probably like fuck up the whole 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 camera, you know? I guess I guess equipment is an important part, but these are even has phones. You can always shoot a film on phone. You can just mm-hmm. get two actors together. you can you can shoot it you can direct it by yourself it's it's not that tough and that's what I really love about the industry as well now because um in the film festivals they're growing so much that they keep these special divisions of competition that are you know just like for a uh, film shot on phone so you know no one really gets influenced by the quality of the video mm-hmm. 
because I feel like you know even if even when we're watching a film even if you watch a film that's shot on phone that's you know not the best quality it's not even an HD but it's really good film it tells a beautiful story but if you compare that to a film that you see that's shot on the four it's shot on like 4k quality but it's uh, it doesn't really tell the story that well you still like subconsciously try to prefer you know I mean try to give preference to the one that's shot on 4k mm-hmm. because it just looks better to you yeah um, and I guess looks can be important in terms of cinematography but I guess you can you can you can work around that as well on your, on your phone and that that's what I really love that's what I love about filmmaking these days because people didn't really have access to this kind of stuff like even 10 years ago mm-hmm. so it's great it's great to be a student in these times as well yeah. yeah so you mentioned earlier that one of your films was put in like a, a festival yeah. right can you talk a little bit about that experience um so this is the first film I've ever made and uh, it's called Mental Health and um, it, I made it for a inter-school film competition. It's not that big, it's just like something that my school had hosted. So I thought I might as well give it a try. Made it with two other friends and um, so I, we thought we thought it came out fine. And like now that I look back at it, I don't like it at all. I don't like my previous work, like I've improved so much, I'm so happy I have. but. For some reason, one of us, we decided to like just submit these to international film festivals like all over the world. And we heard back from two of them. We actually got in, made, uh, we made finals um, for the Las Vegas Film Festival. And we got through the first round of the London Liftoff Film Festival. Wow. I, I guess that's what really probably got me into Pratt. But um, yeah, it was surprising. It was honestly so surprising because I don't like it at all. <laughs> I feel like I could have done so much better over there. But I feel like... Like, I understand that because I have that perspective too, but I feel like you have to understand that, like, you did the best with what you could in that moment, like, with yeah. your skill set and with, like, whatever you had. And, like, that's just so amazing. Like, yeah, we actually shot that under 24 hours and, and edited it in under 24 hours because it was for the <laughs> competition. So we could only shoot during this event and around the specific, like, school. So wow. we shot it in the school where there were classes going on and people running around. <laughs> and we were just shooting this film. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was an experience. It was my first time shooting a film. So I had no idea what I was doing going into it. Luckily, my other friend, like, he, he had some experience. His, his parents work in that industry. So he was kind of guiding me through it. Yeah, I, I don't know how it happened, honestly. <laughs> but, it, but it did. But yeah. It did. I feel like I don't know how it happened, but it did. It's yeah. so much of, like, art and being an artist. Like, oh, my God. That just describes our life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it happened, but it did. That's, like, half of my paintings. I'm like... That happened. I don't know how, but like, um, yeah. it's like sometimes terrifying, but like the most amazing thing ever. Like I feel like being an artist and having like a like creative drive is just such like a beautiful thing and like something that like should not be taken for granted. And it makes me really sad. Like thinking of like how many artists like can't follow that because of just you know restrictions restrictions and like not like it's just is really sad but like it makes me happy to see like the industries growing and like becoming more accommodating and like letting everybody no matter the background like become an artist and like making things more ethical and more like affordable I think is so important and I just really hope, like, that continues to change and grow so that, like, because there's just so many amazing people, like you said, like, not everyone can afford the best equipment, but that doesn't mean that, like, they're not talented, 
Do you believe in talent, inherent talent? Inherent talent? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, a lot of people wouldn't believe. Everyone would say that, you know, um, you work to get where you are, which I agree. But sometimes you just naturally have a talent to do something and, you, you know, you pick it up fast. Like, for me, it's um, music. And I hope this doesn't come out as me flexing or anything, but when I started off, because uh, I love music, I love playing guitar and piano, and I taught myself guitar in three months and I played better than my dad and then I taught myself piano in two months which is just doesn't make sense to me still like and I'm learning drums now so so yeah it's I feel like there is inherent talent for everyone and I feel like I inherited, I inherited that from my dad because he's a musician he mm -hmm. plays so many instruments he sings though I can't sing at all but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and I guess um Film is a kind of a niche in that area because it's film film can divide into like two two things. One is just telling the story part of it, and the other is actually making and implementing the film. Like there can be great storytellers, but they just don't know how to move around a film set or like how to, you know, direct people, and mm -hmm. and you know what work they should do. And then there's others who just direct films. They get scripts given to them, and then they they direct what's already written down. So I feel like there can be, there is inherent talent for sure in art as well, even in like, I believe in even STEM degrees, like not even score math. And some people just, just come out of nowhere and click it and you know, they're just brilliant at that thing. Yeah, I 100% believe in it. I, I believe it's, it's real. I don't know how much, how much role it plays, honestly, in, in a person's success. And I don't think anyone can ever quantify that. Definitely does play some part in it. Yeah, so like, that's interesting. Like not like thinking of how much of an influence it has. So to where you've gotten today, how much do you think was talent, skill, and luck? <laughs> I, I wouldn't really be able to answer this question properly because everyone tends to downplay on their work, downplay themselves on their work, you know? And I do the same thing. Like I told you, I hated my first film, but it did well like outside, like in, in, in the competition. It's just so surprising. So I guess I would put hard work up there because I did work to get where I am. I made, I made three short films before I came to Pratt. I've made four in the past one and a half months. So I am like continuously working towards it. I don't really know if I'm talented at this. I, I, I can't tell because it's not like it's music for me that I picked up so fast and now I'm just, you know, good at it or now I'm playing these instruments. Because film is just like a very, very long term process. You like no one's ever really that good at it. Because even if you see um even if you see these big film competitions like the Oscars or the Cannes Film Festivals, the people who are earning best directors are always someone who's forty years old. The youngest, the youngest director who has ever won an Oscar is 30, and that's Damien Chazelle. So that's why I get so surprised, like, and that's another thing that sometimes confuses me, because, you know, everyone wants to be really good at what they do when they're young. Everyone wants to live their younger days and, you know, you know, be in the industry, like, paint, paint away your younger days, you know, mm -hmm. and have fun along with it. And... It's a long process to get there. It's a very long process, especially mm -hmm. as an artist. Like, because in a STEM degree, you get the degree, you go out, you get a good job right away. <laughs> and you boom, you're set for life. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, you just have to build your own foundation over here. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's what really captivates a lot of people as well. The fact that you have to be completely independent and, you know, it's just you that can 
get yourself somewhere and you know nothing else but yeah i guess i believe in my place i i tend to give luck a uh, a huge a huge role in where i am right now because getting into prat was not something that i had expected at all because prat's amazing school and after getting rejected from nyu i was like ah this is it you know probably i'm going to have to stick back in my city and go to a smaller college but mm-hmm. prat came through the last second and got in so <laughs> i got to third and yeah. then i like thought it wasn't going to happen and i was like oh this isn't happening i got waitlisted and like some random morning i got an email and i was like holy crap that's like, amazing it happened <laughs> and also a lot of people say that you make your own luck but i don't know how i would i, I don't see myself agreeing to that honestly so huh. that basically means that you work hard enough that luck just follows yeah That's what I've, that's what I've heard a lot of people say but including a couple of people in my family but I honestly don't believe in that cuz can't really quantify this stuff like everyone knows how hard a person has worked but no one can tell how much how much luck has played yeah well thank you so much for joining me this was absolutely amazing of course thank like, you for having me yeah. i love this <laughs> if i will have your like links to socials and i don't know if you have like a youtube where you yeah. have your films but i will have that in the show notes for everyone to look at Go check it out, please. That's so cool. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you This for having amazing. me. This is an amazing conversation. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Hello, 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 live from the future here. I just wanted to thank you so, so much for joining me on today's episode. I had so much fun recording this episode and this conversation was so powerful and meaningful and I really hope that you enjoyed listening to it. I am hoping that podcasts will be coming out every Tuesday to every other Tuesday. That is the goal, so look out for podcasts every Tuesday. If you are following me on all my socials, which you definitely should, you will see all of those things and announcements for all of those things. But yeah, thank you so so much for joining me on today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed and I will see you guys very very soon. Bye.